0: Know if this is rock bottom, there's no way. Know why? Because tonight, unequivocally, would be that. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning on that happy note. I'm Dave Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of penguins and pirates in the same place that you found this. It's Steelers versus Patriots, 8.15 p.m. tonight here at AccraShare Stadium. And I'll often throw in a phrase or a line after that about it. I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. No, I'm not. Neither are you. There's no way, if you're sane, that you could be. Because, well, I'm trying to think of what would conceivably constitute a, a win, other than obviously a win like what would actually make you happy what would get you back to where you were a couple of weeks ago after cincinnati and this roller coaster ride would it be let's say a win by i don't know two or three touchdowns in which the offense looks legitimately dangerous would it be a win in which No, I couldn't say anything about the defense shutting down New England's offense because everybody's seen those numbers. But the other way around kind of works. You know, the Patriots have only given up 26 total points over their past three games. 10, 10, and 6 in order. And the 6 was to the Chargers, who have themselves a pretty nice quarterback in Justin Herbert. Gave them nothing. Gave them absolutely nothing, including on the ground. Austin Eckler, get this. Had 14 carries for 18 yards. Don't make me math that out for you. It's not good. Whereas the Patriots defense has been really good. I'm not making any advance excuses here, okay? I Don't care at all about the New England franchise. Never have, never will. Other than when discussing their cheating and so forth. I'm just trying to peer into the looking glass here and see what it would take. What it might take. For you, just you, to be happy by, you know, around midnight tonight. And that'd probably be, again, a W plus Mitch Trubisky. It doesn't have to pop off, but he got to have a good performance against what's been in past month a good defense. Right? Fair? Okay, good. Now take all that shove it off to the side. In the interest of balance, I had to put the good first because, wow, imagine the bad. I can't get this part of it off my head. Imagine not the Steelers losing to a 2-10 and team two weeks in a row. Imagine Mike Tomlin doing so in this environment in our city. That's when it starts getting, well, about as over the top as it would probably actually get. There would be outright open cries for his firing. I don't know if they'll happen at Penguins games or from Penguins fans, considering they're having their own issues right now and probably could use a hand from Steelers fans in one regard or another. But I do know that what's been uncomfortable or under everyone's breath and no louder for a long, long time, and I'm talking about at least the last six, seven years, that would come to the forefront. That would be the beginning of the end. That would be the blackout on top of what's already scheduled as being a blackout night because of the uniforms and because of the Steelers asking fans to show up wearing all black It would be, yeah, it would be the pivoting point toward Tomlin being out of that job by one path or another. But it would be where it starts, where it really starts. You're going to have to trust me that I hate like hell sounding like I'm dramatizing such a nothing ugly matchup that's going to be foisted upon the rest of the football public, should they choose to partake in this, whether it's through streaming or TV or whatever it is. I think it's streaming tonight nationally. And it wouldn't just stop at Tomlin. This would involve at least an extension of the current quarterback debate or some sort of resolve beginning to be formed with the front office that, hey, we really got to start looking here. Because so far, this hasn't worked with Kenny Pickett. Obviously, that's not a shot. That's obvious. And maybe we really should be prioritizing quarterback in the draft all over again. We've been over that one enough. But there's other ones. What about Cam Hayward? 34 years old, had a rough time getting through this season, has been commendably available, but not the impact player that he's been even as recently as last season. And I'm sure the injury has a lot to do with that, but I'm also sure that injury is attached more to older players than it is to younger players. TJ Watt, he could end up being the only consistent thing, the literal only consistent thing about the Steelers 2023 season. He could win DPOY, but then you know what I'm thinking? Okay, great. TJ Watts here, he's winning DPO-wise, and the team can't even get into the playoffs. So what are they doing? What are they doing? This is an asset beyond parallel in football. You know, that's when you start even talking about stuff like that. As distasteful as it is. Boy, it is. I didn't even like having that come out of my mouth just now. What's probably weirdest, and maybe it's weird even now, in trying to lay out the negative half of this, is that even with a loss tonight, they'd still be like mathematically fine. Meaning for this season, it's just that you would see what they're like against not one, but two, two and ten teams. And you'd be like, I couldn't care less what happens the rest of the way, what kind of magical upsets they pull, or even if they make the playoffs. Because I have just seen what this team is through these two weeks. I know, I know. A lot of what I just said will undoubtedly feel unfair from either perspective, either the happy one that I laid out or this one, but something is going to happen tonight. Something's going to happen, and it's going to have a very, very big impact, I believe, on Not so much this franchise just this year, but this franchise for a while to come. When we come back, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries. Stop in and say hello, tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. Today's J1Q comes from Tim who says, DK, you spoke several weeks ago and then reiterated after this past game your stance on Mike Tomlin's future with this franchise as well as his role in getting it to where it is. Notably, roster construction, draft, coaching staff, game management. All of that came up. Is there any scenario in which Art Rooney... The owner, the majority owner of a franchise worth billions of dollars would mandate real change from his head coach, such as hiring coordinators with actual NFL pedigree, a smaller role in player acquisitions and drafts, et cetera. And would Tomlin accept such a mandate? Tim, the question, the multi-layered question that you put forth is spectacular, okay? If I had the ability to tell the future, my answer would probably be spectacular as well. As it is, you'll have to settle for just kind of a a feel or a hunch based on precedent. Rooney has been involved in every major decision the Steelers have made. And I mean every major decision, including the firing of Matt Canada, most recently, Because even though Tomlin initiated it, even though Tomlin put forth his reasoning why, those decisions always have to come down to the approval, at the least, of the owner. So, Rooney's been there all along. Rooney has seen some things over time that he's reacted to in kind of an authoritative way. And he has let Tomlin know of certain things that he expects. Everything I've given you so far is not any kind of prediction. It's stuff that's already happened. It's precedent. It's real. Could it happen again? Sure. Sure. Could there be a situation that's so awful the remainder of this season that exposes so much that's wrong, that lets... All kinds of negativity bubble up to the surface, like some of the stuff we've seen of late. That's being fair here is not really a staple of Tomlin's or any teams anywhere. That's how bad it's been. Could that run right through the end of the season? Yeah. Could they lose out? Yeah. When you lose to two, two, and 10 teams, you can do anything bad that's imaginable. Okay. And could the owner react to that? Yeah, because what you'd have there, and this is the one circumstance in which I've been saying for years, and the only such circumstance that could get Tomlin fired is if everything just came down. If the entire culture, if all of the various philosophies or even the public sayings, just crumbled right in front of our eyes. And it got to the sad stage that you'd have no choice. Then guess what? You'd have no choice. I could revisit as at least potentially instructive the fate of his two predecessors, Chuck Knoll and Bill Cower. In Cower's case, he came really, really close to peaking at the end and he chose his own way out after a, a rough season, meaning for him on and off the field. In Noel's case, the game just kept advancing past where he and the super Steelers were in the 1970s. And that began to get exposed in the 1980s. In Tomlin's case, it, the, the downhill aspect of this It began a while ago. It began, to be honest with you, against the team they're facing tonight, against the head coach they're facing tonight up at their place. Because that was, they all believed it at the time, and they were right. That was their chance for that group of the 2010s. That was their chance to get their Super Bowl. The guys who weren't in on the 2009 one. And what's happened since then? You know, they kicked six field goals to win a playoff game in Kansas City, and it's been absolutely zero since then. Does that begin in some infinitesimal forum to turn around tonight? I I don't know. But I could see where it would really, really roll that ball in the other direction into a boulder before long. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. Obviously, have another one of these things tomorrow.